0: Welcome back, fellow Horned Toad loyal listeners, to another episode of the Clagato Veteran Podcast. This is season four, episode 18, with the theme of community improvements. And this is coming off of the recent events that have been going on uh, out in Clagato, the community. And originally, I was going to do like a bunch of like, um, themes related to Halloween and, but it just, you know, I, I've been really, I've been so busy driving that and, and doing paperwork, making phone calls and, and trying to just keep all that updated for the, um, investors that had invested in the nonprofit that, man, I would just fall asleep when I got home, you know, and then, or sometimes I couldn't even cook for my mom. So I was just like, I'd get her something, come back and, you know, she'd eat it when she's eating. I'm like, fall asleep, you know? But anyways, so this, this, uh, segment, I originally was going to wait for episode 20 or 21 to do it. And, um, this is community improvements. That's the theme I got going on for this, but also at the same time, um, I also want to crunch everything together and just kind of finish up uh, season four before, um, November starts. And, um, I got some other events coming up, which I'll talk about in this podcast for November. And so with that being said, I don't want to waste too much time because I've already done that already. But on tonight's episode, there's going to be five subjects we're going to cover. I'm not going to do six because, you know, like I said, time restraints. So for season four, episode 18, with the theme of community improvements, the first one will be disappointing event turnout. The second one will be predictable negativity The third one will be maintaining momentum shifts. The fourth one will be Veterans Day double booking, and finally, the last segment of the night, number five, will be excuse me, Clagato's multiple events. Now, this is all, like I said, coming off of this month of uh, October, which has been like the busiest October I, I don't know, I I could say I've ever been involved in, but a lot of this stuff I want to bring up because in case some of you loyal horn toad listeners want to start some projects and stuff like that. Um, and you're listening to what I'm saying, you know, you'll kind of have an idea of what you'll be going up against. But what I can tell you is you just keep moving, man. Just keep, uh, pushing the best that you can to the best of your abilities and don't be afraid to use your resources or ask for help when you're trying to do some of these events. And And just always know that there's negativity and there's always going to be, you know, just because we're Navajos on the res, we're, you know, well, I'm kind of getting indoctrinated indoctrinated into it now, but just the whole concept of nothing's ever going to get done. And when it starts to get done, you develop jealousy and then you don't want that person to succeed, but then you still complain that you want something to be done for the community, to the community and with the community. But, you know, as they say, you can't have your cake and eat it too, you know. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump on to the first segment of the night. And I will try to keep this around 15 minute mark, 15 to 20 minute, depending on how passionate I feel about it. But the first subject of the night is going to be disappointing event turnout. And let's go check it out. So, segment number one for Season 4, Episode 18, Legal 18. This is a community, but with the theme of community improvements, this uh, first segment is Disappointing Event Turnout. And this segment is about how the cemetery cleanup event had a predicted low turnout, showing that suicidal Navajos are not really that oppressed and sharing um, inspiring memes doesn't mean anything if no one can follow through. So, first of all, I already knew that this thing wasn't going to go through because, I mean, I, I already knew that I was going to get a big turnout because, um, for one thing, I think people just kind of got burnt out like, oh, look at Clagato, they, they or look at the, the nonprofit, the Clagato Veterans Nonprofit now they're at it again. And why can't they just stay away from the cemetery? I'm not going to go over there. And, you know, the other predicted, I guess, excuse that I knew I was going to hear was, oh, I didn't know about it. And the other one was, um, I, I had forgot about it or forgotten about it. And, um, And I had uh, other appointments, so with that being, you know, the excuse the community members always run to, I just said, "Well, shit, we got to do this, man. We got to show the investors that we're putting their money to good use." And you know, I've been saying this for a while to people, you know, in person, but you know, I I have to show pictures that we're actually doing it. And the thing with uh, taking pictures during these type of events is, you know, I I should be having like a whole lot more, but I'm also participating in some events to where I kind of forget to pull out my phone and take pictures. Other times, like that diabetes uh, class, you know, I'm sitting there and just kind of listening to the presenter talk, and I'm like, oh, damn, I forgot, you know, I, I was supposed to take pictures. Anyways, so I already knew that going in. But uh, the other thing that I wanted to say about this was, um, you know, if for those that wanted, change in the community, you know, there's only so much I can do and I can't force everybody to come on over and and clean up, but it does kind of show a reflection of the, excuse me, of the selfish mindset that, you know, we have in the community as, as Navajos, you know, and there was uh, two guys that actually showed up. Uh, one was, he was, I don't, I, he was like, pulling out the weeds around the grave mounds, I think. And then also he was collecting, um, the trash that was blown around, you know, all the displays, everybody, everybody puts up on the graves, you know, it eventually over time, you know, the strong winds will pull them out and throw them around and stuff like that. So the other guy, he was, uh, on the East side of the community cemetery and that's the backside the, the front entrance is on the West side. So he was over there and I guess he was pulling the barbed wire fence, uh, across the, um, the fence line because, uh, cows and horses were wandering into the graveyard. And now I don't know whose job that is to take care of that. That ain't mine, but, uh, he cut himself on that. And, you know, that's kind of a taboo thing like that to cut yourself in the cemetery. So I just, you know, I figure, you know, this dude, he's, um, you know, he's a full grown man. He knows what's up. So anyways, uh, so with that happening, the, the main problem that I had was one of the Clagato chapter officials, he showed up with his, uh, counterpart and I was sitting down eating and, uh, see with this whole non-profit, if I'm going to do an event, I have to have catering. So I've made pretty good friends with, uh, um, what was it called? (laughs) Damn. I can't remember burgers, burger shack sales and more, Ah, man, what the hell was it? Burger barn sales and catering. There we go. Burger barn sales and catering. So I gotten to know that guy pretty well. And he was telling me that, you know, any event you guys have, you know, let him know. And, um, But here's the problem. So when that chapter official showed up, the guy that was uh, cleaning out the grave, uh, he was telling me, can you help me, you know, run me to the, I needed some gas money. And I told him, I said, hey, dude, man, uh, I'll help you. Let me just finish eating real quick. And then, um, you know, I'll get back to you. But when I finished eating, we we, we ordered uh, barbecue ribs, or I did. So there was a whole uh, aluminum tray full of uh, um, barbecue ribs. Now, that is definitely was for us that really had the dedication to come forward and help out physically. So the guy that cut his hand and the guy that was picking up the, um, the trash inside the graves, um, those two, I was like more than happy to have them serve themselves, you know? And, but the guy that came in, the chapter official that came in, Oh, what an asshole piggy, man. He took all the pork ribs like an asshole, you know. He didn't, um, all he told me was, oh, I I took the three bags of trash over to the dumpster and him and his little counterpart. And um, so I was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, come on, dude, you know, help yourself. When I said help yourself, I didn't mean take the whole fucking thing, you know. I just meant take what you can eat. And, you know, if you're still hungry, you know, come back and ask, Hey, can I take some to go? But the situation with the other guy wanting to get his, um, his truck, some, some gas into it. And this is where it kind of upset me because the guy had pretty much little to no gas in his truck, but yet he came over thinking that we're just going to give him money for working. and since I knew that, you know, it was a lot of work, you know, it was his dedication, you know, to come on over and help out. And, um, so I just, you know, I, you know, I had no choice. I had to help him. So I went to go check on him and I helped him put a few bags in there. I said, all right, man, let me, let me make a tray to go. And then I'll make one for my mom. I'll jump in the car. I'll I'll follow you to the gas station. I'll put, you know, at least 20 bucks worth of gas in there for you. Then I'll go to the chapter house. I'll fill out that, chapter usage facility form for the, uh, upcoming song and dance. And then from there, I'm going back home and I'll feed my mom. You know, when I got back, um, I opened that, uh, container, that aluminum package with the, um, where the pork ribs were and they were all gone. And I was like, what the fuck happened? You know? And, um, you know, I really didn't want to cuss too much because brother Charles and sister Monica were there. And I looked at the Clagato Veterans Commander. And he was talking to somebody, then, then I said, uh, where where's all the barbecue ribs, man? I said, and he goes, uh, should be right there. I said, There's none. I said, I said, who took all the barbecue ribs? And then, you know, he sat there for a minute. He goes, Oh, it was that dude, you know, and his little counterpart. Yeah, they were loading up. And um, because uh brother Charles had brought these Ziploc bags over. And because um the caterer didn't bring any um styrofoam, you know uh, containers to, to take the leftover food in. And, and this asshole fucking piggy, man, he, he took all the barbecue ribs and I'm looking at him. uh, Well, afterwards, you know, after we found out it was him, I was looking at him and I was thinking, you know, you make $500 every fucking meeting you go to, how could you not afford your own barbecue ribs? And if I, I really wanted to confront him that day, but I was just so fucking busy, man. I couldn't do it. So, um, I wanted to ask him, you know, why did you take all the barbecue ribs? You fat fucking pig, you know, just like, you know, have some respect, you know, I still want to feed my mom too, you know, and I was still eating and he pretty much took all the corn on the, this is what we had for the menu, corn on the cob, barbecue, barbecue pork ribs. Um, what what was it called? Broccoli salad and coleslaw. And to help out, to keep in, you know, to, to keep up the, um, uh, the, the program of the diabetes awareness, um, uh, the caterer, he brought bottle of water and, uh, diet sodas. Excuse me. And the fat fucking pig, he took the barbecue ribs and all the corn and he fucking took off, man. And all that shit, that really just pissed me off, man. So I'm definitely going to confront him at the, if I see him at the chapter meeting, or if he's on the damn phone, um, you know, calling in, I'm going to address him. I'm going to say, Hey, look, man, that is so totally unprofessional. And that's what you're teaching the your young counterpart right there. That's what you're teaching him, man. And from here on out, you know, your reputation is a food stealer. And, you know, you wouldn't really expect this guy to be stealing food because he's so quiet. You know, he's, he keeps to himself pretty much, and and I wanted to tell him, dude, if you want to just, you know, eat with minimal effort, work effort, go get married, man. Fucking have some woman cook for you so he can fucking feed your fat piggy face right there, you know? And not only that, but it's, like, really disrespectful to all the hard work I put in, for one thing. Um, it's disrespecting the veterans for another, and, you know, the fact that he didn't even really do shit basically other than just dispose of the, the trash that we picked up, that we carefully coordinated and cleaned up. And, you know, and it was because we're trying to clean up the cemetery, you know, so he's disrespecting the members of the, um, Clagato community and family that have been laid to rest inside the cemetery by being a selfish fucking piggy and taking all the food, you know, taking all the meat, taking all the pork ribs, so that's what was really pissing me off and it still bothers me, you know, and I don't want to let him get away with it. Cause then, you know, how does that make us look as veterans? You know, we look like a bunch of pussies that, you know, we can't even stand up for ourselves, but if he, you know, pushes me even more, which I don't think will really happen, but, uh, I've got my fucking words ready, man. That's all I can say. And then, um, so moving on from that fucking ugly situation, um, the other, the other problem I was thinking of was what I was saying about suicidal Clagato members, you know, uh, every time these people drink, they, there's always that realization that they're going to die. They're not going to live forever. Their life sucks. And, you know, the thing that they're talking about is they want to die. And it's like, all I wish I would have put that in the flyer. Hey, all you, um, you know not death ridden but you death wishing navajos uh you suicidal ones over here in Clagato, come on over to the cemetery if you really don't care about your life, then help us clean up then you know at at the end, you'll actually eat, and I think if we had more people there, you know they would have definitely kept kept an eye on that asshole that came in that chapter official and made sure to tell them, hey, hey, hold on there, you fat fucker, you know, don't, don't be taking all the food like that, you know, save some for us, you know, we want some leftovers too, you know, but, um, so that's where, you know, it just was kind of making me think about, when I was thinking about these suicidal Clagato Navajos, um, because they're always, you know, like, they're like so oppressed that life isn't working out for them, it's like, well, you're not really making an effort anyways, you know, it you know, It's not that I was ever suicidal, but yeah, I, you know, I get those moments where, or, and I had those moments where my life was worthless and, you know, I really wasn't like, ah, I don't, I don't, I really don't give a shit if I live or die, if I don't get up the next morning, you know? And I had those moments, but it wasn't like I was trying to attempt suicide. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to kill myself now so I can get attention. Because if anything, I was just like, that really wasn't my mentality that the thing was, what I was doing was just trying to see how much further down in the fucking ground I can go. And I was like, in no matter how much further I go, you know, when people say you hit rock bottom, I was like, you know, I don't give a fuck if I hit rock bottom and go down even further deep into the granite, maybe possibly out to the other side, maybe into nothingness. I was like, I'm not going to be saying, oh God, help me. You know, I'm not going to fucking get on my knees and pray. I'm going to keep standing my ground and say, you know what? If there is a God, then he's making me not believe in him. You know, each time my life gets shittier and shittier, you know? and so, um, So with that, I never bowed down to that thought of, you know, bending a knee and putting, folding my hands together, bowing my head and putting all my heart and soul into a prayer, asking God for help. When I could say, all right, let's see how much for fucking deeper I can go. You know, let's see how much I can take. If there is a God, you know, let's see, let's see what he's really, what he's really all about. You know, he's going to, you know, am I going to end up stopping myself and helping myself recover or, you know, am I just going to let myself, you know, just die, you know? So it was really, it was really interesting times back in my twenties and my thirties. And, um, so anyways, uh, oh, and my teen years too, I meant to say. So, um, so with that being said, you know, the other thing that was crossing my mind that day I was cleaning and picking up trash and, um, you know, just kind of focusing on, oh man, I can't wait till catering shows up, man. I can't wait for them. Uh, I, I thought it was uh, chicken barbecue, but I guess it was barbecue ribs that I ordered. So, um, anyways, so when that was going on, I was thinking about all these memes people share on Facebook, like, oh, you know, there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel or just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you will be rewarded, you know, just treat others better. And, you know, they don't treat you right. And it's like, Those memes don't mean shit, you know, if the community is not, those that share them don't, don't come out and actually, you know, practice what they preach basically, you know. And for me, I don't do all that shit, you know, I'm just like, "Ah, I don't have time for uh, sharing, you know, inspirational quotes and memes. If anything, you know, for me, social media is a place where I can have fun and I can express my... Somewhat my comedic timing and you know just enjoy that part of uh social media. So I'm not gonna get really too too uh, personal on it, but I did make a post on what that fucker did, you know, taking all the barbecue ribs, and and um, you know, someone said it was embarrassing, and I'm like, damn Wright's embarrassing. And someone's like, you know, oh, that's typical of Navajos, and I'm like, Yeah, see, that's the thing, you know, and That's why I want to do this podcast, this episode, because my message basically is, you know, community members just need to shut the fuck up, you know, if they're not going to help out because all this complaining that they're doing, I hear it, I see it, and I know it. So I'm doing whatever I can to make the community realize that although we do have a nonprofit, you know, they can come in, come on over and help out and you know, maybe possibly inspire them and change their lives or something. But um, if the the, if the turnout is just going to be three people, myself included, and then eventually later the Clagato Commander showed up. But excuse me, um, it's the effort that counts. And you know, just seeing all these fucking quotes, it's just stupid to me. You know, I was like, ah, fine, whatever, man. You know, just do whatever. But for me, this nonprofit it's going to be moving forward. Now we're going to be really, um, making a change, making a difference. And it's like, well, Clagato community, you had your opportunity, but we got to move on, man. we ain't going to wait for you anymore. So anyways, with that being said, um, let's go ahead and, uh, end that segment and let's go jump on to the second segment of the night, which is predictable negativity. <laughs>